0: Listening to Let's Eat In. I'm your host, Kathy Irway, and we're here at Roberta's Pizza, um, the home of Heritage Radio Network. A quick note Heritage Radio Network today is sponsored by A16 Restaurant. Pizza fans and wine aficionados alike visit A16 in San Francisco's marina neighborhood with similar intentions to enjoy the flavors of Italy's soulful south. Um, a sixteen shares a name with the highway that runs from Naples to Canosa Puglia. Chef owner Liza Shaw oversees the menu, which, which features fresh pasta, house-butchered, and house-cured meats, and authentic Neapolitan pizza. Complementing the rustic menu, wine director Shelley Lindgren selects wines that highlight the indigenous grapes from Campania and nearby regions. Uh, check out A16SF.com. That sounds delightful. Um, so we have a couple of guests today, um, Aaron and Robert, and you have a project called Bike Lock.
1: Yeah, yes.
0: Thanks so much for being here, and you biked here?
1: Of course we did, we bike everywhere now. Yeah, it's we're, such we're a beautiful much, day. Yeah, we're stuck to our pedals for
2: the next 100 days or so.
0: Aaron, uh, Robert, you you came up here from DC though, did you bike?
2: Um, I was not yet stuck to my pedals at that okay. point. Okay. So <laughs> did, did not quite bike from DC, it was a rush trip, so.
0: But you will be biking farther distances than that pretty soon for this Bike Lock project. Um, I don't know if I should give a brief idea of that. Um, basically my understanding is that you're going to bike around, um, create a path, um, throughout the country and visit small farms, um, throw, throw potlucks based on these, based on the food that you collect in various communities and invite everybody to chow down.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, we're doing a hundred days in, uh, and 5,000 miles in a hundred days. So, uh, all around the country. Um, starting here in the northeast, heading west, uh, hitting some big cities, some small towns, and holding a lot of potlucks and hopefully learning a lot of really cool stories.
2: Yeah, we're uh, going to start in Hardwick, Vermont, um, in two weeks, uh, two weeks from yesterday, actually. So um, one author has called that, uh, Ben Hewitt has called that, the epicenter of the local food movement. So we'll be starting up there, talking with a lot of different farmers, um, which we're very excited about, and then starting to head south, to Albany, and then sort of across to Chicago, up to Minneapolis, down to Denver, up oh to Portland, gosh. and then down to San Francisco. We're going to go across the
0: Rockies. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Through them.
2: That's true. are we're, we're hope for, we have mountain mountain bikes. Bikes. We're, so. we're out from the Wild West, so <laughs> our lungs know those, those mountains well.
0: Yeah. So you have just regular road bikes, right? You're going to take the road and...
2: Yeah, we, we have touring bikes. They're specially set okay. up. So um, the wheelbase is a little bit longer for better balance. And their steel frame, which is a little bit more durable and can take some bumps. And we're going to have some big bags, and, lots of uh, gear. Lots of gear. Yeah.
0: Are you going to be docking, documenting this along the way too on BikeLock.com or?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So our Amazing. website is is BikeLock.org. So it's BikeLoc.org. There's our our plug. Um, well, yeah, we'll be we'll be doing updates uh, every day or two, um, as as often as we can, and then uh, we'll be doing these bigger stories. Um, which would be mostly video and, uh, and some audio and, and whatnot. Uh, uh, of the potlucks? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we hope to, at these potlucks, meet some really um, interesting individuals who have great stories around local food. And we hope to, to sort of bring them aside and, and get them in their, their environment, so in their farm or in their garden or or, mm-hmm. or, or whatever the, the story is and uh, and get a, get a short story out of that. And, Great. Uh, and so that'll you, be on our website as well. How
0: are you identifying the places that you want to have these potlucks and where to go? That's
2: a good question. Yeah. Um, we have been doing for the last couple of months kind of a lot of social media outreach. And through that, we've met a lot of individuals who are very interested in it. So I met a bunch of people on Twitter, for example. Mm-hmm. We met people on Facebook. Uh, we have our own networks. Um, and we know folks from uh, organizations that we know of. Um, we kind of layered all of those together on one big Google map. Uh, with a bunch of notes on it, Um, and we were able to clearly identify really, really quickly um, uh, where the hot spots were of these different places. So so again, like Vermont, Chicago is like crazy. We got so many invites from Chicago, Minneapolis, San Francisco. So those places were very easy to identify, Mm -hmm. Um, and we're kind of working on identifying some of the smaller towns in between, because like Aaron said, we want to have a good mix of big cities and small towns, so we have some variation in there
0: absolutely that's fabulous and you have a twitter account which is bike lock yeah it's just Isn't? at bike okay. luck yeah, so once see. you have the whole schedule just su- definitely let me know and i'd love to you know i'm sure a lot of people will be flocking to these events once they know when and where they are yeah that's we were exciting
2: we, we've been asked by a couple of folks um if they could come along for the ride for part of the way mm-hmm. and we're picturing that scene in Forrest Gump where yeah. we're going to have you know 50 people <laughs> behind us on bikes
0: when I, I I think I I asked that too in the this blog interview I did a couple weeks ago yeah. I was imagining the same thing yeah too
1: yeah it would yeah. be it would be awesome but it <laughs> yeah we're, we're looking forward to, to people joining us but uh yeah we, we need to to keep it limited a little yeah. bit I don't think uh that's going to be manageable and and we really want to keep it focused on yeah, the food. Yeah, you don't so. want to yeah. have
0: like a, like a bike, uh, you know, chaos in the street and take over yeah. the road. It, that's not the idea. Critical Mass is great. Critical but, Mass, uh, yeah. That's
1: a, <laughs> yeah. a different project.
0: So why are you doing this then?
2: It's, it's a great question as well. <laughs> um, I think we have both wanted to bike across the country for a while. Um, and we both have uh, interest in local food. Um, I know I certainly have for the past few years or so. All the way starting back, you know, I think I picked up Omnivore's Dilemma back when I was in college. And I was like, whoa, this is what the food system is. That's where
0: it starts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: totally. Um, And yeah, over time, um, just became more and more interested and engaged in not only how the food system is working, but how it's impacting our health uh, and the economy, etc. So um, we thought that marrying these two passions together of biking and uh, local food would be a great project.
0: Yeah. Makes, it totally makes sense, um, and you're going to bring camping equipment to cook it with, or no?
1: <laughs> yeah, we, we we have our camp set. We have um, all that stuff. It'll all be on on our on our bikes and, on and bikes, in our trailer. And, and uh, yeah, we'll be staying with some people. Um, we've already gotten some some generous offers to to put us up for a day and uh, give us a hot shower and things like that. But yeah, de- definitely be camping and um, cooking some foraged meals with our tiny little camp set. Yeah, we're working on, on the foraging circuit to see what we can find.
2: I know that spring is a very good time to forage. It's a um, so, time, yeah. So, yeah, at the beginning of the trip, I think we'll find a lot of good things. I think the other day we just, uh, we actually went to the Queens County farm where mm-hmm. our friend works. and Kia? Or, no, uh, uh, Kenan. Kenan, yep. Yeah. And we gleaned some uh, awesome uh, red kale and some beet greens and some wild chives. And those were wild,
0: good. aren't they? Mm-hmm. The kale, I remember that, yeah.
2: Yeah, it was, and, uh, it was delicious. We made a big... Trash bag size full of uh, kale chips yesterday. <laughs> nice, so, that's good.
0: That's good road food, energy food. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so biking, um, health, and food really goes hand in hand. I think that this is what one of the things that this project is really saying. Don't you think? I think we can get lo- so lost and swept up in in you know gourmet you know, whatever culture, and forget the whole health aspect of why we're eating what we're eating. And as you mentioned, you know, obesity is, is huge and we could eat really, really great food and, um, you know, really sustainable, local su- seasonal food all the time. But if we're not focusing on, you know, what's so great about it, you know, what, what, you know, keep it, keep it all in balance too. Cause, um, you can be a total like junkie for local food and just eat lots of pork belly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
1: yeah. We, we want it to be inclusive and we want it to be something that's a uh, part of the national consciousness. And I think... Um, obesity is, is a huge, I mean, everyone's aware of this problem that our country has and, um, it's so, and the local food movement is, is definitely something that's really catching hold right mm-hmm. now. So, and we want it to be a very inclusive thing. We want to reach as many people as we can on our website. Um, we want to at our potlucks, have people who are not only foodies or, you know, people who might be on a radio show like this cause they're, they're really into local food, but also people who are maybe not so engaged or maybe don't really know much about right. it or, don't know what kale is or something like that right. so so we really want to That's bring people true. in and uh, make this be a learning experience for everyone yeah so you ourselves wanna... included
2: yeah yeah we think there's a lot to learn through discussion and like talking about a lot of these ideas obesity and local food and why it's good and so yeah trying to get people together to start talking about you know mat- no matter their level of interest we feel like uh is a great starting point and we think that there's no better place uh than to chat over a plate of food about various issues so
0: and how are you guys gonna engage people who maybe don't know what kale is or don't have that much interest in a potluck mm-hmm. because these are the people who would really benefit the most from having um, a great event with kale and you know healthy yeah. food yeah how how will you guys reach those people
2: well what we're doing is um, our methodology is very decentralized so we have kind of a point person in each town or city that's helping us out getting kind of the potluck organized mm-hmm. and we're relying on them because they know their community and we certainly don't know their community gotcha. and so we're like relying on them to not only get you know their foodie friends if, because a lot of people reach out to us obviously mm-hmm. are into the movement but um relying on them to maybe work with certain organizations in their town okay, or their neighbors so or the folks that they know
0: local uh grassroots organizations yeah
2: exactly crowdsourcing yeah. right Yeah, I mean, we think it's very important that um, whatever we're doing is specific to the community there. And Mm -hmm. there's no better way to do that than have someone who's part of the community help set it up. So, yeah, we're relying a lot on them to help out with that because it certainly is a challenge.
0: Yeah, and it's not being done in conjunction with any national organization like Slow Food or something like that. So you're all working with different pockets of local organizations and people just people that's fascinating congratulations
1: thank you hey thanks
0: hey this is great um you know it makes me want to like bike too you guys must bike a lot i mean you've done long tours is this going to be the longest one Uh, um
1: i think the most i've ever ridden in one day is probably 50 miles maybe um Uh yeah i've uh never done a big trip like this um we just got our bikes recently and uh it's it's been a learning experience on that end too um so yeah, this is, a uh, yeah, we've never, never done anything on this scale at all.
0: So you're pushing yourselves and you're pushing everybody else to hopefully join yeah. in on your cause. Totally. Great. Exactly. Tell me how the uh, fundraiser went yesterday. I know you had this Farmer's Market Sweep game yeah. show and lots of other tomfoolery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so Farmer's Market Sweep, uh, Brooklyn's first uh, food-themed game show, took place last night. Um, maybe you can look out for the second inaugural, uh, or the second annual next year. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a great success. We, we, we put it on as a, as a fundraiser and awareness raiser, um, for our trip and our a project. A fundraiser. <laughs> a fundraiser. Yes. There was a lot of exactly fun. <laughs> it had That's true. <laughs> Fund was raised. Um, yeah. And, uh, it was at Littlefield, uh, down in Gowanus and th- it was, it was a great show. We, uh, had, uh, four rounds of, of good, uh. Competition. Um, unfortunately, we did not win. We took second oh, place. We did. It was bracket style.
0: <laughs> you guys competing your own farmer's market sweep? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I guess uh, not.
1: We, we did not write the questions, if that's
2: <laughs> next okay. next question. Okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, we, uh, we had, so it was, the way it was set up was four teams of three people each. Um, and we had three rounds. So it was one team versus one team, first round. The other two teams against one another in the second round. And then the winners from each round played each other in the end. Um, so that's the way it was set up and we each had, um, nine questions asked to us during the round. Um, and we had each a little bell in between each team and the question would be asked and a person from one of the teams would have to run up and hit the bell and give the right answer Okay. To some of these questions.
0: Okay. So you didn't have to run around a farmer's market and grab something from <laughs> like yeah, Arcadian Pastures from there and then, oh, and then like, no, but yeah, there was
1: some no. diving after the bell and, yeah. Do people wear wrestling. the same
0: on the te- on the team wear the same colored sweatshirts. Oh no. We oh, were a little darn. disappointed about what? that.
1: We 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 tried to encourage um that behavior without being too um demanding, but uh no no <laughs> one took the bait. So, they didn't Maybe, take the bait. I think for the second uh okay. second show. But. I think All right, the, thing, we're the only
0: uni- f- unified, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: the only feedback we got was we are definitely not dressing yeah, <laughs> <in the> same <laughs> outfits today.
0: So, Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, let's, let's talk a little bit more about food and cooking um, right when we get back. But I think, Robert, did you pick a song today?
2: Yes. What did you pick? So this is a song from a group called The Free Design. It was around in the 70s. And I think it's called I Like Kites. I Like Flying Kites, something like that. <laughs> I think you're going to like it.
0: Awesome. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> See my kite, it's fun
2: See my kite, it's green and white Laughing in its distant
0: flight All that's between us is a little yellow string But we like each other more than anything And we run along together through the field behind my house And the little drops of rain caress her face and wash my blouse And we'd like to be a zillion miles away from everyone Cause Mom and Dad and Uncle
2: Bill don't realize
0: are fun. Kites are fun. Kites are fun. Kites are fun. That was very so fun. is biking. Weep. So is food. I, I love it. Very good song. Yeah. I'm Kathy Array. This is Let's Eat In on Heritage Radio Network. Thanks to our producer Jack Inslee and engineer Nat Wiener in the controlling booth. And thanks to Roberta's Pizza and our lovely sponsor today, A16 Restaurant in, in San Francisco. Um, we're talking with Aaron Zueck and Robert. Du Bois, um, not Du Bois. Because <laughs> or is it
2: the other way around?
0: Robert was just saying, explaining that throughout his life he pronounced his last name Du Bois until yes. everybody said, why are you doing that?
2: That's right. Well, okay, so here's the scoop. I grew up in a small town of 8,000, kind of r- rural Colorado, Okay. somewhere between Aspen and Vail over there. And yeah, small town growing up, and um, we always pronounced our last name Du Bois. We had this long poem on our wall from our ancestors um, going through all the mispronunciations of our name and the final line is something that has to do with uh, it's voice. it rhymes with voice and so we always pronounced our last name that way but when I moved to the big cosmopolitan city of Washington, D.C., all of a sudden everyone was asking me, why in the world are you not saying Dubois? It sounds so much nicer. So I'm still currently you know, trying to decide which way I want to go. It's a tough decision. Ooh, yeah. It's a tough that decision. Is tough. I know. Pressure.
0: And what about the ancestors who were in France and really pronounced it Dubois? I mean, what about them?
2: You know, exactly. So. Exactly. So many variables. Yeah. There used to be perhaps a renaissance of Dubois. Maybe,
0: maybe before That's then the it was called some, uh, Dubois. I don't know. Yeah. Or Duboiset,
2: perhaps. I mean, who knows?
0: It's just been truncated more and more or bastardized (laughs) throughout the ages. Who cares? Whatever. Let's let it it be free. Okay. Yeah. We usually just call each other guy, actually. Yeah, I was gonna
1: say. (laughs) It's it's pretty casual. Hey you. (laughs) Hey guy over there. Hey
0: you. Um let's talk about um do you guys you guys are gonna be cooking a lot of these potlucks. Um, have you always been a fan of cooking? Is that something that you guys, you did in rural Colorado? Yes. More often than not?
2: Yeah. I mean, we grew up, we cooked a fair amount at home. We weren't like a big family that had big feasts by any means. I'd say we were pretty average. Mm -hmm. We didn't eat school food. My mom always packed a lunch. We got a nice brown paper sack with a note on it. So it instilled a love of the home
0: cooked meal.
2: Exactly. Um, And as I got older, um, started to get a little bit more interested and went to, uh, did a week of culinary school in Boulder, Colorado. And really got interested from there, and then uh, yeah, it just snowballed and turned into potlucks and other like big community events. Because I think that a huge, really important part of like the whole cooking process is the community that goes with it. Yeah,
0: and cooking with other people in like this team yeah. environment. Exactly. I hear you. So that's cool. So that's something you do a lot in DC. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: It's DC is. I don't know. I don't know about Brooklyn, but yeah, uh, DC has a lot of potlucks. I swear, really? there's a potluck every weekend or more.
0: Oh, yeah. what am I doing here? It's
2: potluck central down okay. there. Okay, we got to pick time. it up.
0: Hey, yeah. I, I, I thought pick I'm it up having. I'm actually having a potluck tonight. I'm not. I Uh-oh. kid you not. In, on a Monday. Are you inviting of all days. the airwaves? Um, I am. <laughs> I think I invited most of my friends. Anyway, uh, yeah, just a potluck for yeah. no reason. Um, it, so, uh, Aaron, you're from.
1: I'm from Rock Springs, Wyoming. Okay. Um, yeah, a little little parking lot town, um, in the desert. Yeah, I I didn't really cook much when I was a kid, um, aside from making Rice Krispie treats with my grandma, mm-hmm. uh, which was fun. Um, but yeah, I I really got back into cooking, I guess, in, in college when I, I started you're to living on your fend own. For and myself, so and forth. Yeah. I realized that it was a lot cheaper and probably a lot better for me than going to like um, Taco Bell a lot. Uh, yeah, and then and then just kind of kept uh pedaling from there. And uh And yeah, how did you are.
0: realize that? Did you just feel sick after eating so much Taco Bell or did somebody I mean
1: I think everyone does on a certain yeah. level. Like if you go a few days without eating that and then you eat it again, it like sits in your stomach and you're like, Oh, what am I doing? <laughs> and then just like not knowing what it is that you're eating. Like that I had a I had a I guess I had a real problem with that is is uh, knowing where your food comes from and and what it is and and how it got to your plate, I think, is is huge. And yeah, that relationship with food is it's something we forgot. It's it's something we've lost. So um, yeah, or just uh, having
0: an active curiosity about yeah. where your food came from. Yeah, and and is- it
1: takes some time. And I, I definitely did not know what a lot of vegetables were the first time I went ever went to a farmer's market. But uh, you just pick something and then uh, you go home and, and learn how to make something with it or you ask the farmer or Mm -hmm. yeah, you just have to takes a little bit of courage maybe. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fun learning experience.
0: Great. And what are you guys looking forward to cooking on your potluck adventures? Anything in particular, do you have like a favorite, you know,
1: I'm looking forward to wild leeks. Okay. Yeah.
0: Wild leeks. So they're, um, are they the same do they well, look as big we and each
1: we each picked up a, a different foraging book so um we've been tearing through them individually and then uh we'll we'll get together on that as as we go and, and sort of look for things that maybe aren't right next to the road because that might be um a little bit uh cool. get some contaminants there but uh yeah definitely being careful about foraging because i know it has its its risks but uh yeah we, we want to try to forage as much as we can and I don't know. Wild leeks is just something I read about that that we might be able to. I've, ne- yeah, I've never. Yeah, there's all sorts of volume right? So. There's
0: chives. Yeah, I, I yeah, chives seen, are everywhere. I haven't seen anything quite as monstrous looking as as leeks, but maybe they're small and delicate and awesome. Yeah. the wild version. Yeah. Okay. So you're looking forward to wild leeks. Um, is there any dish that strikes your fancy that you would be quick to cook? You know, easy on the road, good big, for, uh, good for big groups.
1: To me, it's um, mozzarella and basil and um, tomatoes. That's a good one. I can't. That's like my favorite uh, summer treat. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: yeah. always great to throw together. Well,
1: olive oil. Yeah, that's a nice treat.
2: <laughs> it's like delicious dish.
0: Good idea. I um. want to make that right now. Actually, I can't. Oh, tomatoes. I need those. Okay, that's anyway. the problem. It's the tomatoes. Yeah, later it's on, the on in the link. summer. Yeah. yeah, it's the weak link. What else can I use instead of tomatoes for something like that? Maybe. Maybe. It- we still got some apples and pears floating around. Ooh. that could be interesting. The apples mm-hmm. are
1: still delicious. Apples would do the well there. Good. I think, yeah. I think. I think it would well, be fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll try that.
2: For the potluck tonight.
0: Yeah, you guys are invited. By the way, if you want to mm-hmm. come. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, thanks.
2: I'll be on the bolt bus. Oh, thinking of you. Okay.
0: Your <laughs> <potluck>. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> um, Any dish in particular you're looking forward to make, Robert?
2: Um, I am. I love the farmer's market in the summertime because it's so colorful and wonderful. And um, I don't know if I, I have... I miss it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And like, yeah, getting up early in the morning and it's like fresh outside. Peaches. You go to the market. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remembered someone else uh, heard a radio show a while back and the guy was talking about having a peach tree in his backyard. And he, like, he had this memory of when he was a kid and he remembered reaching up and grabbing the peach just eating it and just the juice was dripping down his arm. You know, he said he'd never <laughs> had a peach like that in his life because he's always gotten peaches that were probably shipped from elsewhere and just like nothing so fresh. And so that for me is like what mm. we'll be having very often. And that's kind of the beauty of,
0: yeah. Of, you know what? You don't need to cook with any of these things. Right. Now that I think about it. Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of raw There's things no like cooking. Like yeah.
2: I think per- perhaps my favorite will be more kale. Um, mm. like with some good olive oil and sea salt,
0: raw kale. Oh, that's yummy. It's
2: just so good.
0: That sounds great. And you
2: feel so good after you eat it.
0: You do. There's some like, there's some weird just grassiness that just, I, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. You, you It's like you could just taste it for a while yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It's not feeling at all. Yeah. It's not the way you feel after you eat a Taco Bell. Yeah, that's, that's true. Sure. It's amazing.
2: Yeah. And I think that um, oftentimes we're not in tune with that feeling. I certainly wasn't always, you know, I didn't necessarily relate to. Um, what I was eating to how I felt immediately after. And like you notice it on a long bike ride when you're feeling really fatigued and you eat something and it's like night and day all of a sudden you have this energy. You wonder where this energy come from and it's because the food you just ate Mm -hmm. is giving your body that energy and I think, yeah, it carries over down to Kale, even if you're just enjoying it, so and, and true.
0: you guys yeah. are going to have to really think about what you eat um, mm-hmm. before you get on your bikes. Give yourself time too, please, <laughs> and don't stuff yourself. You know, we get so accustomed to stuffing ourselves.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy to do. Yeah, um, to do. yeah, especially like yeah, with a lot of these convenience foods. They're certainly engineered to taste really good. Right. The salts and the fats. It's funny. Um, I
0: I'm feeling it right now. I actually, I just went to yoga this morning, uh, Bikram yoga, which is super ooh. intense. And I was just on the road all weekend, um, driving myself to various places and I just, I feel really wiped out right now. <laughs> yeah. I was just eating, you know, whatever I could get my hands on. Yeah. It's tough oh, when well. you're on the
1: road. Yeah. And it's, 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 it'll be a challenge we'll have, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, we're going to try to eat locally as much as we can. Yeah.
0: I can't wait to see which farms you guys go to and I hope you take, um, some fun footage of that and, um, will you be harvesting while you're there just like grab it fresh toss it up and yeah and that's yeah. the way to go yeah. Right? yeah and
2: we're hoping to we're gonna have some events at farms but we also want to have some more uh, urban events not that there are urban gardens and other mm-hmm. urban farms but um we're hoping some will just be a stop to the farmer's market as well or corner right. store wherever some local food is sold um, we kind of want to visit various places so not just the farm and not just like the urban scene we want to do a mixture of both
0: Okay, so maybe at like community garden, something mm-hmm, like that, exactly. somebody's backyard, even. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Cool.
1: Yeah. Rooftop. All
0: right. Are you going to do anything in Brooklyn?
1: Uh, we had the big event last night. Um, okay. I don't know. I guess we leave in less than two weeks, uh, and I, uh, my friends and I do a family dinner, what we call family dinner, um, every week. So we still have uh, two more Tuesdays for that. But um, yeah, I guess we could throw together a big potluck for that last saturday night maybe yeah, yeah maybe before you do. guys
0: take yeah. off you yeah. can have you know, have a carb filled dinner that could happen <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pasta <laughs> yes. all right yes good stuff and you guys are all set with like the fundraising um it's being taken care of by pepsi refresh <laughs> yeah that's a, that was an interesting <clears throat> uh project they're doing this mm-hmm. campaign of um supporting various projects People's initiatives that have really nothing to do with Pepsi, what they make, but they're supporting um, your project, and that's awesome.
2: Yeah. Um, We uh, saw it as a good opportunity to, um, you know, they're giving away, I think, $1.2 or $3 million every month um, to small community projects, Mm -hmm. um, which seems like a pretty cool thing to be doing rather than um, putting it into a TV commercial. Though, I think there's a big argument to be made for um, the marketing approach that they are doing, which is just marketing through all the folks who are promoting they're the, like, the hey, monthly contest. They're like, hey, look at us.
1: We're being good. Yeah, yeah, we're exactly. supporting well, these guys. Yeah, so, well. I mean, it's, it is a good thing, but they're not doing it out of the kindness of their heart. Which of course, they're doing it for PR. It's capitalism, so...
0: Yeah, yeah, but maybe they'll help spread the word, and people will just yeah. get to... More people will see what you're doing.
2: I think I think that it's been great that way. Like We were able to use a campaign to really build up our social media, and... I would say 95% of people I've talked to have been very excited about the whole program and think that it's a wonderful yeah. program. And we think that it's pretty cool that we were able to get some funding for our trip because otherwise it may not have happened. So
1: yeah, well, I, I think it was cool. The awareness we raised as we were going through that that month of, of getting all these votes and it wasn't always clear that we were gonna actually win. Mm-hmm. It was, it's <laughs> like the sort of the silver lining was that uh, you know, even if we didn't win, like this has still been a huge benefit for us. Just in this it's having just this share the opportunity Story, to yeah, building share awareness. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I definitely was fascinated when I heard about it. So I, I can't tell you how excited I am that you guys are doing this. Thank you. I can't yeah, wait thanks. to keep posted too. Yeah. We'll lock sure. it. org.
2: Yes. Yeah. That's bike l o c dot org. Yeah. And um, if anyone. Out there who's listening has some thoughts on uh, any farm, specifically individuals, organizations, towns we should visit. Um, get in touch with one of us. We're at robert at bike luck.org or aaron at bike luck.org. So shoot us an email um, because, again, like I said, this is a very decentralized approach and uh, we can't do it without the help of everyone. So
0: I will be definitely sending some farm yes. ideas your way. Great. Cool. Great. So Great. bike awesome. luck at Twitter. Hashtag? Are you have a hashtag for bike luck while you're al- along the way? Or? Yes,
2: we will. Cool. Yeah. So we will just it'll be hashtag bike luck.
0: Good luck. Rest but, up. Thank be you. Be safe. Yes. And we'll see you again. And that's about enough time. All the time we have today. I'm your host Kathy Irway. Thanks again. Um, Heritage Radio Network, uh, Roberta's Pizza, and A16 Restaurant. We'll be back next week with Peter Meehan and Peter Kaminsky, two food writers who are nominated for James Beard Awards. See ya. No
2: more